It is time for the Hard Sports Talk Show in the Northeastern Berks County. This is the Bears Beat. You're home for the best coverage of Kutztown Golden Bear Athletics with news, updates, upcoming events, and upcoming KUR broadcast right here on your sports leader, KUR. This show airs every Friday at 1 p.m. And with that, let's send it down to the McFarland Student Union Broadcasting Studio to join our team of Jack Heim and KUR Sports Coordinator Joshua Too. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome into the Bears Beat, your home for the best coverage of Golden Bear Athletics news, updates, upcoming events right here on the radio voice of Kutztown University. KUR, welcome back in. Fortunately, we couldn't have an episode last week as we were getting ready for our East Stroudsburg away football game. But it's good to be back. My name is Joshua Toot, uh, alongside my co-host, Mr. Jack Heim. And Jack, I gotta ask you, man, how are you doing? Doing I pretty good. I haven't seen you in like forever, dude. Oh my god. Yeah, it's been it's been a bit, but we are doing good. I I just gotta ask you one question before we start this show. Now, if anybody knows Jack Heim, they probably know one thing. He is a diehard New York Mets fan. Wow. How can you just express your opinion on the Braves right now? They're they're a really good baseball team, man. Uh, they I, they took that they, division from us. They earned it, and that's all I got to say about that. My main focus right now, man. Big big series starting tonight against the San Diego Padres at City Field, man. I'm so excited to play off baseball back in my life for the first time since 2016, where the yes. Mets lost to the Giants in the wild card game. But yeah, man, playoff baseball's here. So much to look forward to in the professional sports realm in terms of NFL and MLB and all that stuff. But yeah, man, Philly's back for the first time 11 since 2011. 11 years since we had a red October. We finally have it. I told everybody we're going to have it. I told them. No one believed me, though. But we're having a red October. St. Louis Cardinals, Zach Wheeler. And Wheeler, we trust on the mound. Who's Before we get into this conversation, one more question. I don't know the pitching matchup for the Padres-Mets game. Who's So it's Darvish for the Padres, Ooh. Scherzer for the Mets. Wow. For the Phillies, it's Zach Wheeler versus Jose Quintana. Jose Quintana, yeah. He, yeah. Um, a little update right now for anyone who's wondering. End of the fourth, it's 0-0 Rays-Guardians in the wow. first game of that series. So wow. Planahan and Bieber in a little pitching duel there. I I love a pitching duel. I, I think that's what's going to happen tonight in the uh, Cardinals-Phillies game. But Yeah, Quintana's had a great year for St. Louis, oh. and Wheeler, we all know what he's capable of. So. Yeah, we, Wheeler, we need an outstanding game from him. But let's, let's get into our... Golden Bear discussion here. A, a lot going on, and um, not only just this week, but the past two weeks. Um, not only for football, we always like to talk about that. Not always, not only for field hockey, not only for um, women's soccer, but also to volleyball. They're si- they're starting to find the winning side of things. Um, not the greatest start to their season, but two big wins. They really bounced back from. And just looking at this, it was a big 3 nothing win against Lockhaven, then a 3-1 win against uh, Bloomsburg, a own PSAC East rival, only about an hour away drive. That's definitely a rivalry I take personal because I, I have a couple friends that go to Bloomsburg, and I, I just don't like them for some reason. But let's dive into the, the Bloomsburg game because I think that was a very big win, and that proved something to everybody who's a Golden Bear fan and a Bloomsburg Huskies fan. So let's break that down really quickly here. 
a 3-1 win on 10-1. So, realistically speaking, that was last last Saturday. So that game was going on while we were covering the ESU Kutztown football game. Unfortunately, we couldn't bring you live coverage of that game, obviously, due to football. That's our main priority um, at this moment in time. But, yeah, honestly, a, a pretty good game, I thought, for the Golden Bears women's volleyball team. They're really starting to get back on track here. They were they found the losing side of a couple of big games, but now they're starting to rebound here. And you got to wonder how long that rebound is going to stay with them because obviously they have a matchup tonight against Millersville at home 7 o'clock so you got to wonder what if if the momentum from these past two games is going to carry them into tonight's game against Millersville oh uh, yeah absolutely you know you have to wonder that positive momentum in conference play uh, with the win over Bloomsburg 9-7 and on the year 3-2 and in conference play they're sitting there right you know they're right there smacked up in the middle uh, with with Shippensburg uh, Shepard and Westchester all trailing East Stroudsburg for the conference lead. But yeah, it's going to be a dogfight of a conference all year long, just looking at the standings right now and how things are seemingly starting to shape up. It seems like it's you know it's a conference for the taking. It in the Eastern Division is really for the taking because so many teams are, you know, it's a cluster at the top uh, between a lot of different teams. So it's anyone's conference right now, but it's up to Kutztown's job to go out there and try to take this thing. Uh, and they certainly find themselves sitting in a good position to do so at this moment. Yeah, they're they're really starting. They're in a really good position now. At the very beginning, they weren't per se, but now they're starting to look more more dominant. They they come. We talked about two big wins. Um, we're gonna break down the Bloomsburg one first, like we talked about, because that was the one that was most impressive in my eyes. But this was a game that you you know you're on the road at at that point you're. You know, three and one in the PSAC, but you're not you're nine and nine and six overall. So you're re- you're a little over that five hundred mark, which is still good. But you want to have a better record. Now, Bloomsburg didn't have the best record coming in. They were one and three in the PSAC, three and fourteen overall. But still, nonetheless, a win is a win in my book. So let's break it down. Overall statistics: Kutztown seventy six points to Bloomsburg sixty one. 60 kills for the Golden Bears, 50 for the Huskies, 9 aces to 3 for Bloomsburg, 7 blocks to Bloomsburg's 8, 58 assists to Bloomsburg's 48, and 100 digs to Bloomsburg's 81. And really looking at some leaders here, Adriana Durstein really carried the team on the kills, 22 on the night with Sadie Doss not far behind with 16. On the aces side of things, it was Gianna Gosti, Sadie Doss, Taylor, Malone, all with two apiece, so pretty spread out there. Grace Ingram with four. Jasmine Mooney with two. Sadie Doss with two as well. It's important to mention, I actually have a, a class with Grace Ingram, so I was able to catch up with her a little bit, talk about these couple games. And she said these two big wins were very, very important for the team and helped build some morale here going to the second half of the season just about. Um, Lexi Morrow with 50 assists. Gianna Agosti with three, Sadie Doss with two, so Lexi Morrow really carrying the team on the assist side. Gianna Agosti with 26, Adriana Durstein with 20, and Lexi Morrow with 13 assists. But I just rambled off a lot of stats, but we got to take one quick break here for the KUR Notebook. Attention KU community. Join the Women's Center on Tuesday, October 11th from 3 to 4 p.m. at the Boxwood House for Hack Your Hormones. 
It is a presentation on your hormonal cycle and how to optimize efficiency in a patriarchal society. You do not want to miss this informative event. So please attend this message of community interest is brought to you by the radio voice of Kutztown University, KUR. If you're just joining us, welcome into the Bears Beat. Uh, this is a show that airs every Friday, 1 p.m. Are you okay? Yes. Okay. Just I'm not it. in my head in agreement with you. Oh, thank, thank you. Yes, yeah. I love support. I love this. It's, yeah. it's a show that airs every Friday, 1 p.m. Sometimes we have to take a couple weeks off, unfortunately. Um, we're For away games, we have to travel a little bit. So next week, we're hopefully we're going to pre-record. Um, yes. But if we can't, uh, just know we'll be on the road to Shippensburg. We'll talk about that a little bit later, though. Uh, ja- my name is Josh Patoot, alongside my co-host, Jack Heim. So thank you all for tuning in. We just r- rambled off a lot of statistics for the Kutztown versus Bloomsburg volleyball game. So overall takeaways from this game. Um, I, I have one big one. I, I like how on some of the statistics side, more specifically the aces and also to the block side, there was a lot of spread out. Um, everybody chipping in. But on some of the categories, I'm looking t- more towards the assist. It was Lexi Morrow with 50 and Janet Gosti 3, City Das 2. I think that needs to be spread out just a little bit more, I think. Um, but other than that, it was a good win. Um, it's a great way to get on track. Um, and really, that game, uh, I mean, you, I'm just looking for some predictions here, Mr. Heim. I, I mean, this is a big Millersville game here at home, 7 o'clock p.m., I'll try to make it out, um, but you know, just thinking about this, what are some big takeaways from this game that the Golden Bears are going to be looking to take into the Millersville game? Yeah, I think the most standout stat for me is aces here, nine to three. I mean, that's huge. Uh, being able to get points right off the serve, not letting uh, your opponent even be able to set it back up and get a rally going. Uh, that's fantastic. You want to try to keep building on that more, uh, and that's really the standalone padlock stat for me in this one. Uh, getting it, you know. Getting those types of advantages are certainly going to bode well for you in terms of winning the game. Uh, and this is exactly what happened after dropping the first set. Kutztown rallied to win three sets in a row uh, and beat a Bloomsburg team that's sitting towards the bottom of the East Division. They did exactly what they needed to do. Again, the most important thing, I think, uh, in, in you know, these types of games is being able to beat the teams that are below you in the standings. I mean, that's what great teams do, and that's what teams who end up winning the conference at the end of the year and winning your division do. Are they able to consistently beat the teams that sit towards the bottom of the division and that are just below you because that's what, you're, that's what you are, are supposed to go out and do as a team that is sitting towards the top of the conference. So Kutztown's got to look to continue to do that. They play Millersville, who sits a couple spots below them in the standings, You know, only two and three, so a game worse than them in the conference. But I expect a good one. Uh, Millersville's a closer school, so there's certainly a rivalry aspect there. And you know, look, look forward to be a good one, but I think Kutztown can add to the momentum uh, and potentially stretch this winning streak to three games. Yeah, this is uh, this is a big game. I mean, if they could stretch their winning streak to three games, I I think that's going to be very important. Um, and realistically, if they can stretch it to three, that's when things start to get really interesting. Can they make a playoff berth? Can they have a good uh, Can they have a good playoff series? Not only in the PSAC, but in NCAA Division Two playoffs. Um, we'll have to look forward to that. But we're gonna transition a little bit here from volleyball. Uh, to soccer because that's probably the most important topic of them all today. Um, also to football, but soccer um, 
it, it's it was two tough games. Um, other than that, I don't really know how to describe it. I know Jack, you were at the Shippensburg game. Were you also at the Shepherd game? I'm I'm not sure. Yeah, I was at the Shepherd game. Okay, yes. okay, awesome, awesome. Because that, that that helps me out a little bit. Um, so. I'm just looking at this, and it was it was the I'm talking more about the she- the Shippensburg game to start off with. Um, throughout the first 45 minutes, no goals have been scored, uh, nothing. But looking at the second half, it was Ali Tierney who was coming up with a big goal. Um, Kayla Origin once again. We always talked about her how she's a big leader coming up with a big assist. But then it came down to about the last 10 minutes. Um, and Michaela Gosto for the Raiders just comes up with a big goal, her second on the season, and that ties it up at one apiece. Um, and then they don't go to any overtimes. So the final score is all tied at one. So Kutztown falls to 6 2 and 2. And then in the PSAC, they fall to 5-2-2 two, and two as well, uh, where Shippensburg falls to 3-4-3, three, and three, and 3 is all the way around in the PSAC conference. So this is a game that, I mean, a lot could have been done differently. Um, I like the way that defense played in the game. I like the fact that it was a pretty, pretty defensive game. I like those type of games. But I think Kutztown needs to get more on the attack here. Um, the two games in a row now that they were tied at one. Um, we'll talk about the Shepherd game in a little bit. But before that, Kutztown put up two goals against Lockhaven, two goals against Millersville, lost to Westchester one nothing. There hasn't been much offense going their way for the Golden Bears soccer team right now. And I'm, I mean, for Eric Bernstein, what, what do you say to your team to get them more? I don't even want to say fired up, but it's really seeming like that at this point. Yeah, I mean, look, this isn't a team that sets the world on fire with their offensive ability to put goals in the back of the net. But, you know, when you have a one nothing lead and the defense that you have is so renowned uh, across the conference, going into this game, you allowed, I think, three goals on the season. And you have a lead late. you got to be able to lock it down and win this game, especially on your home field. I think you got to be a little bit disappointed that you came away with only a draw in this matchup, uh, considering you led uh, within the final ten minutes of the game. So certainly, uh, you got to be able to put this one past you though and move forward. Hoping you know you wish you would have got a win, uh, but the defense really faltered in the last couple of minutes. But you also have to give credit to Shippensburg; they surged late uh, with that goal in the 68 minute from Tierney. Could sound really control it for the next about ten minutes after that, but then a late surge from Shippensburg uh, was what allowed them to register that tying goal from Michaela Augusto. So I mean. It wasn't the best day for weather either. Uh, it was on and off rain. The field was a little wet. Uh, so, uh, But when you have a lead late, you just got to be able to close the door, slam it shut, and win those types of games. And, you know, unfortunately this time around, Kutztown wasn't able to do that. But, you know, uh, in the future, you have to be able to lock down games that you have leads late in because, you know, those can come back to haunt you uh, later on in the season when you look back and say, well, you know, if we finished off this game, we could have finished a little bit higher in the standings. But, you know, can't do anything about it now. You just got to be able to move forward and uh, play the rest of your conference schedule with confidence and go in there and try to get, you know, wins every time you take the field. Yeah, and it really comes down to one thing that's going to win games like these. Um, right now we're coming up to our break, so we'll, we're going to have to step aside for a quick station message. But we're going to talk about why it's so important to play 90 minutes of soccer, you know, four quarters of football. 
Um, it's why it's so important, and we've seen that in this game. So, don't go anywhere. Uh, this is the Bears beat. And now back to the Bears beat. This is Joshua Toot and Jack Heim. Your home for Kutztown Golden Bear Athletics coverage, updates, upcoming events, where we talk about upcoming live broadcasts. This is where your news source is, the Bears beat. My name is Josh Patoot alongside my co-host Jack Heim. If you're just tuning in, well, you're about 20 minutes late, but it's better late than never. Um, this show airs every Friday at 1 o'clock, um, unless we have a good excuse not to do it. Uh, we might be traveling to some road games. But before the break, we talked about why it's so important to play 90 minutes of soccer, four quarters of football. It goes all the way around. Um, and we'll talk about this a little bit more with our football discussion. But playing 90 minutes of soccer is so important to say the least here because you're up one nothing, 10 minutes left to go. Um, if you would have played 10 more minutes of soccer going full speed, playing amazing defense, you would have came out of there with a one nothing win. Instead, you gave up that late goal to Michaela Agosto. Um, she wasn't assisted by anybody. Um, it was her second goal in the year with, in the 81st minute and 59 second of the game. So this is why it's really important to play 90 minutes of soccer because this is the situation that you come into. Um, you give up a, a goal late in the game um, and it just, you know, it, it decides what your season ultimately is going to be like because it doesn't seem like much, but that one game could affect the reason that, you know, you make playoffs or you don't make playoffs. And it's not just one game, it's two games. And that leads us into our next discussion, talking about the Shepherd game. Um, that was a 1 o'clock start on Wednesday. That's probably the weirdest start time I've ever seen. And on a Wednesday at 1 o'clock, a, a matinee performance. Um, and, you know, it was the other way around on this type of game. Um, it started off with a Shepard goal in the 15th minute, 18th second of the game by Lydia Gable. She was assisted by Sarah Hone. That made it a one nothing game. Um, then he went to Kayla Arjun. Kayla Arjun's the big leader of the team. Uh, she's she was on the team last year that could have went all the way, um, but they were upset by Westchester in the in the NCAA playoffs and upset by Millersville in the PSAC playoffs. So it was Kayla Arjun, assisted by Caroline McDonald, the freshman. But after that, it was silent. Um, it was it was dead silent. It was a finished in a one one draw, which brought Kutztown to the six two and three. And 5-2-3 and three in the PSAC East. So, looking at these two games, I mean, where do you go from here? You're obviously, you talk, you mentioned that Kutztown is not an offensive soccer team. They don't put many goals on the board. At least, at most, two or three. And right down to one. So, how do you get more offense going? Who do you look towards? At this moment in time, you just got to try to control the possession a little bit more. I think you know it's just being able to control things in the midfield and get off and just generate it up, you know, through the likes of Caroline McDonald, Kayla Argent, and the likes of all the forwards in this team. But yeah, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. Uh, but yeah, I mean, look, this team is a defense-first team. It's not a thing where you can just make a spark and switch your identity. This is a team that uh, gets you know a goal 
maybe to a game. Uh, they just need to find a way to capitalize on some more opportunities. But, I mean, look, this is a team that plays defense first. They don't blow you away with their ability to attack and, you know, push it up quickly and strike. But, you know, they cash in and then they sit back and let their defense take care of the rest. So, I mean, yeah, I'm not really sure exactly what specifically they could change, but it's just a thing where capitalizing on more of your opportunities. But, yeah, you mentioned it, Josh. It was the inverse. The uh, Shepard strikes first before Kayla Arjun with a quick response uh, less than three minutes later. So that was positive to see there that this team fights back and they don't quit, and that's a good staple identity of any team, and that's what this Kutztown team brings. So they're a tough team to beat. Their defense is certainly strong. Uh, But one more point, uh, I just want to go back to that uh, Shippensburg game real quick for just one more thing, is that when they scored that goal, I I saw – you know, the reaction of Emmy Wolfe after they scored at the tie, and it was clear, um, you know, frustration. Uh, and that was certainly a, a defining thing in that game for me. So that's just really all I want to say about that. But, yeah, this is a team that is defense defense first, and, you know, they, they strategically cash in on their offensive opportunities. And I even forgot to mention Amy Wolfel, um uh, this season. She's having an outstanding season. Obviously, Absolutely. obviously, giving up a goal a game is is frustrating. Um, I I completely get it. But when you're when you're giving up at most a goal a game or shutouts, um, you're you're having an outstanding season. Um, you deserve to go first PSAC all team. You know. And she's really playing her heart out. Um, she's she's playing a hundred percent every game. Um, I just think if everybody could play a hundred percent like her, I think these outcomes would be really different. Um, but at this moment in time, now you got to go after the next game, which is tomorrow. Um, that is against East Strasburg at home. Um, six o'clock start so if you're going to the football game make sure to head your way over to the soccer game um KUR will not carry live coverage of the soccer game as um that would be a long day for myself and Jack uh with the football game it might be a little overlapping so but uh, at this point you need to get more offense going we're going to break down the stats here a little bit and the stats definitely share what we're saying um, 18 shots for the Golden Bears to Shepherds 6. Um, Kutztown once saved the Shepherds 10, so that's off to Shepherd on the defensive side. 10 saves. You know, you had a lot of opportunities for the Golden Bears. Um, just couldn't capitalize. Uh, corner kicks 15 for the Golden Bears. Shepherd only had 3, so that's a big situation where you needed to cash in. It just gets as simple as that. And it was a pretty clean game on both sides. Kutztown 3 fouls to Shepherds. Four fouls on the night. So, obviously, there's a lot that needs to change for the Golden Bears, and we hope to see those changes in tomorrow's game against East Stroudsburg. So, we're yeah. going to... Uh, just one more point before we move on, Josh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is that, you know, again, you said the 15 corners, you had the 11 shots on goal. I mean, you know, I have to give credit to Shepard there for making some big saves, but yeah, I mean, it just goes back into... You know, if you get those many that many opportunities, you gotta just find to be able to weigh. You gotta be able to just find a way to cash in on more than one. So I mean, that's really you know it goes back to mainly what we've been saying, and, and that's truly just what it boils down to. But overall, I think a solid start to the season as far for KU. But you know, they have some things to work on as the season progresses for sure. Yeah, uh, this is a tough situation that really just, I mean, it's very discouraging. I'll say even for us, definitely for the team. 
Uh, definitely for the fans, but you need to come back with a win. Just get as simple as that. But yeah, we're oh, gonna and one more note before that we because we weren't on last week. We weren't on last week, and it was something that happened was a uh, coach Burstein got his 200th career coaching win. So just want to say congratulations to him on oh, that. I didn't even know that. Thank yeah, you. We, yeah. Hats off to uh, Coach Bernstein. He's a he's a pretty awesome guy. We got to talk to him a couple times last year. Um, maybe we'll try to get some soccer playoff games if they do get on. If they do make some playoff games, we'll try to cover some of those. But Coach Bernstein is, is nothing but a nothing but a pure gentleman. Um, he's he always treated myself and Jack very well. Um, Absolutely. Every every time we needed to talk to him about something, you know, he he always made sure that. You know, he he made he made himself available for us. So hats off to him, Coach. Congrats on two hundredth win. Um, here's to many more. Um, Absolutely agree with that, man. He's done he's done a he, fantastic yeah. job. Yeah, he's town. he's he's led this team to to a, a lot of good wins. I'll say that. But let's turn our topic one more time here to the field hockey side and. I don't want to make the show sound very somber, but it's really looking like this is going to be a pretty somber show. We're going to end on a high note. I'll say that. So don't don't tune away. But um, yeah, not 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 a couple of good games for the Golden Bears. Uh, we're going to start off with the two nothing loss to uh, Mansfield. Kutztown number four, nationally ranked, going into Mansfield's house. Um, Kutztown coming in six and zero. Oh. Mansfield coming in five, uh, four and three, excuse me, but two goals made the big difference for the Golden Bears, and that just that really made a big difference. Uh, I think if Kutsan could get more offense going, it goes back to the offense playing four quarters, um, and Kutsan didn't do it, and this is the reason why they came up on the losing side. I'll say that, Jack. Yeah, I mean this is a tough pill to swallow. I mean, like you start, you don't start off conference play well. Uh, with a loss to to Mansfield, uh, and then, yeah, it, it's look, it's you know, going on the road's always tough, but you just got to be able to find ways to try and just just get the job done here. But it just it just didn't happen. So this is a win I feel like you had to have start off conference play with some with some some momentum, excuse me, and confidence. But it just didn't transpire on on that given day. And then, yeah, it's just been it's just been tough sledding so far to start PSCT play for this Golden Bears bunch. Yeah, it's but it's been pretty tough. Um, it wasn't a good two weeks for the Golden Bears on most sports side. We're gonna end on the high note we talked about, but it's been a pretty cut, rough couple weeks. Um, the two nothing loss to Mansfield was tough, um, but you know it's all about how you rebound. Yeah, it's it just comes down to simple as that. Um, a goal in the first quarter and a goal in the third quarter um, gave Mansfield the two nothing win. Could sound couldn't find the back of the net. It just got down to as simple as that, but. Let's break down some st- team statistics here. 13 goals for the Golden Bears. Mansfield had six shots in total. Kutztown three saves to Mansfield's four. So definitely a lot could have been done differently. Um, penalty corners. Kutztown had 14 to Mansfield's one. No fouls on either side. But what do you? Where do you go now? You have all these opportunities. You got to cash in some. You got to cash in sometimes. I mean. I, I mean, what do you even say? Like, what, you you need to get more offense going, obviously, but you have all these opportunities. How do you get How do you get more offense going? What do you tell your team? The, I mean, look, they're, they're, those are some positive stats. I mean, you have chances. You have chances to cash in. Uh, but, you know, it's just a matter of converting it. And this is a theme that's been applied all across the show. 
Uh, and it goes for very different, uh, very varying programs, excuse me. But yes, yeah, it's, it's just, I mean, you have the opportunities there. You got to be able to cash in and score. And you walk away, you know, disappointed. You walk in a little disappointed because you didn't come out on top and you fairly controlled the pace of play. So, I mean, at the end of the day, the end of the day, we have some live, interesting live action plays going on out in the, in the lobby. KUR lobby. It's it's never it's never a dull day here at the KUR studio. But uh, yeah, you you worded it well for me, Jack. Uh, it's it's rough. I'll say that it's it's not an easy pill to swallow. It, it really isn't. Um, it's it's something that you know you could have done a lot differently. Um, Sarah Loeffler. Um, in the first quarter with the goal assisted by Alex Esterling. But Alex Esterling, you know, had a great day. A goal and an assist. Uh, that's that's two on the board for you right there. And she, Alex Esterling on her goal, she was assisted by Hannah Meyer. Um, so, you know, at, at this point, you need to do a lot differently. Um, that's just It just comes down to that. That's the simple answer. But what do you do differently? You obviously got to get more... You don't even have to get more opportunities because you already have enough you just got to cash in it's just as simple as that i mean it's there for you just go get it you know it's it's as simple as that but hats off to mansfield though on the opposite side you know for playing a great defensive game not giving up a goal through four quarters i mean that's something that's very impressive very tough to do but they somehow found a way to hold number four clitstown to no goals on the day you know it's 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 impressive for them, but not good for us. Um, but let's turn our conversation here because I want to save a lot of time because we have a lot to break down with the football game um, to the second game for the field hockey team. And this was just another example of why you need to play four quarters. Um, you know, giving up, only putting three goals on the board apiece for both Westchester and Kutztown on on the day three apiece and then in overtime Westchester gets the one goal that gives them the lead and I mean I'll, I can definitely give you an answer why they lost this game we'll talk about that in the statistics portion but I I mean it just you know it's it's tough it's it's tough for us to even talk about I'm I'm even struggling here because I don't even know what to say you know normally I have an answer of how you how you respond to these type of games, how you how you get better, but you know it's just about putting it out on the field now. And they did that in their last game against uh, Lindenwood, three two final score on uh, four days ago. So they do have another opportunity tomorrow to cash in against Mansfield, get some revenge uh, Saturday, which is tomorrow at six o'clock. So. A lot going on on Kutztown's campus, but uh, yeah. What I mean, I, I need some answers here, Jack. I, I'm I'm struggling. I don't know about you, but I'm I'm struggling. Yeah, right. you know, it's you look at the rankings here, and Westchester's number one, number one in the Atlantic region. So I mean, they're a very solid team, and they have done a lot right so far in 2022. They're seven and zero. They are. They are 6-0 at home, 1-0 on the road, so they haven't had to go on the road too much. That was their first conference win. And, you know, it's a good rebound game for Kutztown. I mean, look, it was a loss, and there's no moral victories. But, look, 
you just push the number one team to overtime, and it's gutting that you couldn't come away with a win. But you have to be proud of your effort in this one and just take it and move on and say, hey, if we keep playing this quality of game, we can go out there and compete with anybody. Uh, and that's exactly the mentality they're going to have. Uh, I think going forward, that's exactly what you have to have because if you don't have confidence in yourself, it's tough to win ball games. Uh, and, and you know they were able to you know respond quickly with a big win on Monday at Linden, against Lindenwood. But you know I think the biggest game in front of them is going to be on Saturday. Uh, you know against Mansfield at home, a little bit of a re- revenge type game here. Uh, get back at the team who just beat you uh, not too long ago. Uh, and that's something certainly where you can get positive momentum going in your way in conference play. Yeah, you just you need to get a lot going here. It just gets as simple as that. Um, but it just gets to the point now that you know you're you're struggling as a team here, and you know, it, you know you need to work on a lot. But it's just it's so simple in this game as last game we were struggling to. You know, we obviously knew they needed to cash in, but this game it's a lot easier to say what they did wrong, and it, the statistics don't lie. Um, seven eight shots in total, Westchester twenty four. So, um, that's that's reason number one. Goodstein had a, a great job in net with only ten with ten saves to Westchester's two. But here's another reason why they lost this game, possibly. Could sound four penalty corners to Westchester's 11, and no fouls on both sides. So really came down to the reason that shots and penalty corners was the reason why Westchester had more offense and honestly came out on top of this game. You know, and, and obviously you need to limit the offense to the opposing team. But Westchester is such a powerful team. They're number one nationally ranked for a reason. They're 7-0 and and their overall record 1 and 0 in the PSAC and we talked about a couple of shows ago that once they once Goodstown starts to get into PSAC play how is it going to affect them and we obviously saw now why it did yeah absolutely uh, I think that you know just finding a solution and turning this thing around quickly because this can snowball this can snowball and get out of control uh, you know if they lose this upcoming game against Mansfield uh, you know the conference slate has potential to get you know you get Get, get dicey, you know. There's not a lot of time left, you know. This, this season is going to wind down quite quickly here. We're in early October, uh, but they have some big games coming up. You know, only a couple out of conference games remaining. But their last regular season game is November 6th. That is less than a month away, so that's going to be happening sooner rather than later. So every time you go out there, you have to take advantage. Go out there and just win the game uh, because there's not a lot of games left. And time to find solutions and turn things around is, um, you know, it's coming to a close. You got to be able to find your form uh, and build a consistent product here ra- relatively soon. Yeah, um, you, you need to find something here, and you, you need to get you need to get some wins on the board. And they did that with Lindenwood, um, and hopefully, um, they'll do that tomorrow against um, Mansfield. And yeah, I I, I know I know um, I don't really want to step away, but we got to do it. Uh, now back to the coverage. Here is Josh with two and Jack Heim. Oh, more importantly, I love the Bears beat. This is your home for the best coverage of Golden Bear Athletics news, updates, upcoming events, upcoming broadcasts. Keep it here. Keep it real on the Bears beat. Jack, before the break, we discussed our trivia question for the day. And so if you have, if you're just tuning in now, first of all, you're about 43. Four minutes late, so thanks yeah, for... Yeah, come on. Be yeah, better. No, yeah, 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 Honestly, better late than never, so thanks for tuning in. 
Absolutely. Make sure, we make appreciate sure to, everyone who tunes in. Yeah, we appreciate. No matter what time. We appreciate you all. Thank you guys so much. We appreciate the support. But um, before the break, we said who in 1998 there was one player who earned All American for baseball. Um, and who was that player? Jack, do you have one answer that you're willing to give, or one answer that you're willing to just throw on out there? I do, and I'm gonna go on a limb here, but he is a notable Golden Bear who made the MLB. I'm going to go Ryan Vogelsong. Ryan Vogelsong. Yes, sir. Ryan Vogelsong. And that is the correct answer. And, Jack, one more small n- personal note. You know how I do those dump through the mail autographs? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. So so I actually sent to Ryan Vogelsong about, I would say about, so I sent about five just Diamondback cards. And then I make personal cards as well. So I actually... I found a great picture of him um, in a Golden Bear uniform, and I made, a, a, a like, custom per, custom baseball cards for him in Golden Bear uniforms, and, dude, he loved them. Like, it, like he thought that was the coolest thing ever. But, yes, Ryan Vogel's song is the correct answer. And let's get into our final coverage here. And let me tell you, Jack, it's never a dull day in the studio. I can't even read... What that says? What does that say? Uh, I can read it, but I'm not gonna read it because that. I I can't. I I, I think I. I it's think, okay. I think I might be a little. I think I might be losing my sight here a little bit. <laughs> it's I, okay. I, I really am, but it's okay. Let's 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 just let's just move on. Yeah, let's, let's just not read I, that. I, uh, all right, I'll 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 go with that. But uh, Jack, let me tell you, dude, that was a. Let me tell you, it was a somber show, but let's end it on a high note. Alex McKenzie. He caught it. Touchdown, Golden Bears. 30 seconds left. And they somehow pulled out a win. 24-20. Final score, Golden Bears win it. They go to 3-2. 600 winning percentage. And there are so many things that you need to talk about here, Jack. And let me tell you, dude. Where do you even start? Where do you even start? Um, I think you got to start with the fact that this game could have been... A lot more lopsided than it was. I mean, it was an impressive comeback at the end. But look, the fact of the matter is, Kutztown led 14-0 in this game. And, <clears throat> wow, excuse me. Uh, East Stroudsburg stormed back. Uh, and, you, you know, you got to give credit to to East Stroudsburg for, for, for their ability to not quit in this game and, and fight back. But also, it's on Kutztown for not being able to pull away in this game. You have a 14-0 lead in the first half, and slowly but surely, East Stroudsburg makes their way back into it and takes the lead. Something that was caused uh, by some errors on Kutztown, but you know, overall, you have to be happy you got away with the win in this one. But if you if you ask me, I mean, East Stroudsburg controlled a lot of this, lot a lot of the statistics in this one. And, you know, they had favorage and first downs, rushing attack. Uh, also, they were you know right there, Kutztown barely outpassed them by only a couple of yards. But uh, wow, uh, fun stuff nice. going on in the production room. But yeah. I mean, total yards, it was a hard-fought game, but the defense is out on the field for 72 plays. I mean, that's a good amount to Kutztown's 55. Kutztown did, was efficient on offense, so averaging 5.2 yards a play. So, I mean, there are some things that went in Kutztown's favor, but, you know, 14-0 lead that slowly started to slip away. You just got to keep your foot on the gas, man. That's just the biggest That's the biggest thing that I'm looking at it for me. You got to keep your foot on the gas uh, and, you know, keep on trucking, but that's just not what happened. They had to, you know, fight back late to win this game, but... They're now 3-2, and, and they have their sights set on Bloomsburg for tomorrow's big contest here at Andre Reed. 
Yeah, it, it, it's a big game tomorrow against Bloomsburg. Um, it's pink out game, so if you're going to the game tomorrow, wear a lot of pink. Um, the, this is a topic that hits home to me. Um, uh, for personal reasons, because my actual uh. It's the weirdest name ever. It was my nanny, Betty. Uh, she passed away from breast cancer. So please wear a lot of pink um, if you can. But getting back to the topic here, there were so many things that could have been done differently. But uh, the Kutztown coaches, they were sitting obviously to my right. And the East Stroudsburg coaches, they were sitting on the far opposite side. So I couldn't hear what they were saying. But um, Kutztown coaches, at the very end of the game, I could hear them say one thing. Every year this game is a struggle. Why is it such a struggle? We are such a good team. Why can't we just beat them up? And I, I just don't know why. I, I mean, it, it should have been a lot more, a much bigger win than it really was. But Yeah, I mean, I yeah. agree. It's like, you're up 14 nothing. You got to keep the pedal to the metal, man. Don't yeah. let up. Don't let up. Why Why are you letting up? You're on the road to begin with. It's You're not in a friendly environment. You're going to another, you know, it's playing on the road is always hard no matter what level of football. And it's just college football in general because, you know, you know the, the home crowd is going to be more than likely loud. But, yeah, it's just, you know, you, you go up 14 zip and then you kind of just, you get comfortable. You know, you, you, you take things easy. You sit back, relax, and say, ah, well, we're up 14 nothing. We got a pretty good lead and we know our defense is very good. So you can just rely on them to say, hey, you know, we, we, we're going to control this game. Uh, but that's just not what happened. East Stroudsburg was able to execute. Uh, and they were able to make timely plays to come back in this game. And, you know, overall, it's just, yeah, just got to keep the pedal to the metal, man. Don't let up. Yeah. Show no mercy. Yeah, I, I, I know, dude. You know, it's it, it's a rough game. They need to play four quarters. But we're going to pause the discussion one more time, I promise you, for a message from the KUR Notebook. Attention, KU community. Join the LGBTQ Plus Resource Center for a weekly LGBTQ Plus book club. An author who is part of the LGBTQ Plus community, as well as a theme book, will be selected to be enjoyed and discussed as a club. The LGBTQ Plus book club, excuse me, meets every Tuesday from 2 to 3 p.m. in the Boxwood House. We hope to see you there. This message of community interest is brought to you by. The radio voice of Kutztown University, KUR. Well, if you're just tuning in now, first of all, you're really late now. So, um, But thanks for tuning in, man. You know, for next week, tune in at 1 o'clock. This is the Bears Beat. Uh, we talk about everything Golden Bear Athletics. My name is Josh Tudor, alongside my co-host, Jack Klein. Um, and in the production room, we have our good friend, Mr. Plank. Um, yeah, Mr. Plank. Mr. Plank. Uh, he's joining us today, too. But... um. I'll, observing I'll, the show. I'll, 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 I'll say my final point for last because I I, even, I have a funny story for that one too. But, yeah, um, th- this is a game that could have been played a lot differently. But I want to talk about mainly the fourth quarter because we don't have much time here. Um, so there was about two minutes left in the game. It was a tied ball game. at, tw- at um, it, They were actually down, excuse me, by a touchdown. A touchdown was going to win it. Um... So it started off with a big pass to Jerome Cap. We'll talk about that. Donnie Blaine, um, he was about a second down and about, I want to say, 10. Um, Donnie Blaine stepped out of the pocket, found Jerome Cap wide open on the on the far side, caught it. That brought them within the 10. Okay, so, you know, you need still 10 more yards to win the game. Then Donnie Blaine does it once again, but finds Alex McKenzie, the redshirt junior, for the touchdown in the end zone. Oh, that was such a great play. 
but this is the most important story of the of them all. East Stroudsburg on the next kickoff ran it back to Klitz, for the, to their own forty yard line, to their own forty yard line. I and all I said was, "Here we go, here we go." They're I said they're they're gonna pull this one off. They're gonna, and Matt Lorenz says, "You know he brought it." He, I, I, I underestimated him, but let me tell you, he brought it. He, every, every play, he played it like it was his last. Um, Jake Cirillo was supposed to be the starting quarterback. He was out for the season. Um, I was informed that as soon as I got there, I love looking at the lineups, but Matt DeLaurentis, you know, he played every game, every play like it was his last, and he brought it. He started to light up in that third and fourth quarter. And even at the end of the second quarter. But what you can do differently for Kutztown is um, you obviously need to play four quarters. And it's going to be a lot different uh, to, at tomorrow's game. Bloomsburg isn't as talented as East Stroudsburg. But still a, a notable team. But looking at these t- statistics, East Stroudsburg 297 total yards to Kutztown's 284. A turnover apiece. And East Stroudsburg had 20 first downs to Kutztown's 16, and time of possession 29:15, 29:51 for Golden Bears, 30 minutes nine seconds for the Warriors. Most of them coming in the third and fourth quarter. So, what can you do differently going into tomorrow's game against Bloomsburg? Who you need to you need to win, but you can't underlook them, obviously. No, absolutely. I think a couple things yet yeah, for that Bloomsburg game. Uh, you got to be able to find, you know. Donnie Blaine and Jerome Cabb have had a great connection over the past couple weeks. You saw it against Shepard. They did both of them at big games. Continued last week against East Stroudsburg. I think for a third consecutive week, you got to have Blaine and Cap through the air as a dynamic duo. Those two have been, you know, fantastic. Cap back-to-back 100-plus yard games. And he's gotten in the end zone back-to-back games, too, so through the big plays through the air. So I think that's got to be a thing again. But controlling the game, uh, controlling the clock with the run game. I mean, Gerald Davis-McNeil, nearly 500 rushing yards through the first five games of the year, 467. So he's averaging nearly... A hundred a game. It's been effect. He's been efficient and effective, and that's got to continue. But it's up to the you know the big boys up front of the offensive line uh, to be able to create some holes big enough for Daryl Davis being able to run through. Uh, and I think this could be a game where this cutdown offense clicks and puts up a lot of points. But you know, Bloomsburg's defense has been pretty good. Both these teams have you know middle of the road offenses in terms of PSAC. Both score around twenty four points a game. Uh, so it should be a dogfight here at Andre Reed. But I think the Golden Bears have enough to pull it out because their defense can play fantastic, especially at, at, at home. Yeah, um, you know, they, they sometimes do struggle playing at home, but, you know, you need a big win. You need a big win against Bloomsburg because then you go on the road once again to Shippensburg. Um, it's important to note that KUR will carry live coverage of tomorrow's game against East, um, I'm sorry, Bloomsburg. Uh, the kickoff show start, set to start at 11.30.45. It, it depends on what time we get ready with technical stuff. With kickoff starting at 12 o'clock and next week's game against Shippensburg, that is a 1 o'clock start. KUR will also carry live coverage of that game. Uh, the pregame show is set to start at 12.30, 12.45 like we talked about. Kickoff at 1 o'clock right here on the Radio Voice of Kutztown University. KUR, your home for complete coverage of Golden Bear football. But, uh, Jack, I, I told you about earlier on in the week that um, I, had a, I had a surprise in my class. I didn't even know this. Um, it's a synchronized class, technically. We may we I think we met like twice on Zoom, but that was about it. Um, and this gentleman did not show up to either Zoom meeting. I I don't even know why. It's none of my business. But uh, yeah, I I tried to get uh you know Mr. Donnie Blaine on the show this week, but uh, he unfortunately could not make it on. Um, 
we'll try to get him on next week. Uh, and the funny part about it is I didn't even know he was in my class until he responded to one of my discussion posts with the most basic two sentence two sentence structure that didn't even have anything to do with the topic. It was it was funny. Let me tell you, dude, it really was. Um, but I, th- that's a that's a that's a story for another time. But uh, yeah, we'll try to get him on next week. We'll see if we can work something out with uh, Mr. Blaine. Boy, uh, yeah, this is a big game against Bloomsburg tomorrow. Um, they are still selling tickets for tomorrow's game. Um, if you can't make it out, um, feel free to watch the game if you want to on your TV on the PSAC Sports Digital Network. Tyler Trumbauer, Mike Guy, and Anche on the call. That one, um, we're gonna assume those are the two main men that are on the call. Great guys. Um, but. We're going to promote our own stuff. Tune um, in to KUR, man. Tune in to KUR. Tune in to KUR, well, man. What, Josh, we're what? both going to be there. Mitchell Smedley be down on the field. Why, why would you go anywhere else? Yeah, why would you? I mean, I mean, Mike Iannacci and Tyler Trumbauer oh, They do a nice. great job. Oh, yeah, they do a great job, but we do a better job. We're, we're, <laughs> we're, we, are, we are basically the Joe Buck and Aaron Rodgers of of KUR, basically. That's what we are. And who's a good sideline I mean, reporter? Troy Aikman. I, I don't know. I just Why ran, did you say Aaron Rodgers? I, I just rambled off two names because I was put on the spot. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, those are the two in the broadcast booth of Buck and Aikman. So. Buck and Aikman. Uh, listen, I haven't watched NFL football in a, in a long time. I really haven't. I listen to the Cowboys radio network. Oh. Uh, I, re- I really do. Uh, I, I like radio a lot more. But, um, yeah, make sure to tune in tomorrow. Uh, we talked about kickoff show starting at 1230, 1245, kickoff at 1 o'clock. Um, but, Jack, I mean, one last outtake. I'll I'll give it to you here, my man. What do you got? I like I like Kutztown to win this one, man. I think they're able to do enough on offense. Defense plays well. Uh, Blaine will have a good day through the year. Daryl Davis-McNeil will control the game on the ground. I like Kutztown to win it at home over Bloomsburg. I'm confident. 